Hilchais Klei HaMikdash Evdim by the laws of the vessels of the Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash and those who do the Avayda therein Yesh Bechol Aves HaMitzvah there's 14 mitzvahs involved in these sections Sheish Mitzvah Ase six positive mitzvahs Hushmei Mitzvah let's say eight negative mitzvahs Zerub Pratim here's the breakdown Aleph number one Laas Hashem HaMishra to make the special oil for anointing who do you anoint? What do you anoint with it? We'll see. Beis loy lasas kamayu, not to make an invitation, not to make a, a forgery of it. Gimel shloy lasas kamayu, not to use this special oil to anoint, unless it's of course for the appropriate cause. Dal shloy lasas b'maskenes hakatedes, not to make the kateres a special incense in the base of not to make your own uh, forgery sample of it. That the, mizbeach, the golden mizbeach, the inner mizbeach, you're not allowed to offer up anything on it to Hashem except for kateras. To carry the oren on the shoulders, you're not allowed to put it on a truck or a wagon. David Melech forgot about this, right? Not to remove the poles, the carrying poles from the oren. They're never allowed to be removed. Once you put them in, they stay forever. That Levi has to do his avoda in the Mishkan, the base of one person is not allowed to do his fellow's avoda. Now, what does that mean? You can't help someone else carry. We'll see what these details are. You're the Kaddish Hakayin of the The Kayin has to sanctify, be sanctified for avoda, and we'll see what that means. Yiralef. When it comes to the regalim, the shalosh regalim, the different families and groups, the different shifts of the Kahanim have to all have equal rights to serve as opposed to during the year when they take turns, the Kayin to do the Avoida has to wear the appropriate clothing, uniform. You're not allowed to rip the special meal, the special cloak of the Kayin Gadol. The Kayin, the breastplate, can never be removed from the apron. We'll explain these mitzvahs in these prakim. Mitzvah say is a positive mitzvah to make a special anointing oil for those things that require anointing. It says you should make the anointing oil or make the oil of special holy anointing. Okay. Base. This is how Moshe Rabbeinu did in the Midbar. This is the recipe he used to make the special oil. There's a lot of terms in this pedic that are that are I'm not familiar with. I'm not a botanist. You take my word. I'm going to use the translation over here, and we'll do our best. He took musk. What is musk exactly? We'll see in a second. cinnamon, bakida, and costa. C U S T U S. Kind of. Um, yeah, kind of like a red, a red uh, plant, I believe, uh, herb. Uh, each one of these he took 500 shekel in the shekel HaKedosh that's uh, 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 what that is and it's different than the, uh, the shekel we have today but that's what it was in the times of the in times of the Midbar basically and he also took from fragrant cinnamon 250 says, from fragrant cinnamon, a half of that. In other words, the 500 shekel Moshe was told to take of each of the previous ingredients. When it came to fragrant cinnamon, he was told to take half of it. 250. To measure that out two times. 250 each time. So it turns out that's also 100. It's also 500. It's exeris hakasuv that it has to that the cinnamon has to be taken. In two shots, and one of the svaras provided is that if you do that, automatically it's going to be a drop more than 500. So, whatever reason, they wanted to drop more than 500, you take 250, you're going to, you're going to overestimate rather than underestimate, so it's 500, 500 plus. Okay, so that's these ingredients over here. 
Now, by the way, so musk, according to the Raman, what he says elsewhere is, is the, uh, a secretion of the gallbladder of some kind of mountain deer found in India. I think he says it later, maybe. Um, oh, yeah, he says it later. Okay, let's, we'll see soon. Each one of these things is ground separately. To, to powder, the erev are called. They mix together. and you soak it in water that is sweet and uh, and 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 pure. As, I guess you know, like like spring water as opposed to bitter water. to the point that this uh, like a tea bag, right? You sit it there a long time. Eventually, it loses all its all its uh, energy, all its uh, you know flavor. So all the flavors of these things was totally uh, absorbed into the water. Good. Then he took oil, olive oil, obviously, which is olive oil. And he took, uh, it says Shemin Zayas, right? He took a, a, a hin of Shemin Zayas. A, a hin is 12 lug. A lug is about the size of a soda can, so 12 soda cans worth of, because right, a lug is for a Viasin, yeah? So, so called lug abaravias, each lug is for a Viasin. So he took these 12 lug of oil, he poured it on top of the water. Obviously, the oil sat on top of the water. He boiled it, cooked it, on fire, till the water evaporated completely. Because remember, water evaporates and boils at 212. Oil takes a lot longer. Male, the water gets evaporated before the oil. Hashem and the oil remained. Some of the oil got evaporated, but most of it remained. And he put it in a special cave for generations. This was the olive oil, obviously, absorbed all the flavor of that water. That is the Shaman Hamishcha. Okay. Now, don't try this at home because it's an Aveira. We'll see you soon. Gimel. Oh, what is this mer? What is this musk thing? This is blood that is in a certain very famous wild animal that's in India that's everyone everyone's familiar with. It's used as a perfume by people everywhere. That's that's musk. Did I have a Jeb objects to this because that animal's not kosher and he doesn't like the fact that using non kosher things in the uh, in the Katerdas. The, the, the deer is non-kosher? No, this type of animal is not kosher. I don't know exactly what kind of is this but kind you said of the musk. No? So musk we said comes from the deer. Right. So deer is a kosher animal. I guess this kind is not. Oh, he says first of all, the, even if it's kosher, it's a chayer. He says that's, chayer. A, oh, that's, that's a problem. That's and then he, he adds the fact that it could be it's not kosher. Okay, upon him, what what other people explain is that according to the Rambam, once it it uh, it secretes from the, this, this gland, it becomes like a sand, like very dry. Maybe that's not a problem anymore. Okay, upon him, according to the Rambam, it's this uh, this uh, this secretion from this the blood of this animal, and. Bakinoma is that that's that's myrrh. Bakinoma in cinnamon who are who are aged do it's a, a a tree or a herb that comes from the islands of India. that smells good and people use it as a incense friend for a fragrance. Bakidoha koist, kida is costa, C O S T U S it's kind of herb, yeah. Uh, apparently it, it, it grows only in the highlands of Kashmir it says over here so you go there take a trip let me know if you see it the, the, the fragrant cane is it's like thin canes like red straw they come from the islands of India it smells good they are types of spices that doctors place in balsam okay these are different types of ingredients Ramam is telling us where you know to, we have an understanding of what they are Dalit so that's how if you do exactly what Ram just told you make it with this proportion this amount you don't do any more or any less. Be amazed if you do it on purpose. This lav is chayiv kares. If it's unintentional, he didn't know, for example, that it's usher. Maybe chazkuv is chayiv carbon chatos. But only in this amount. Right, it has to be this amount of proportion. Exactly. If you, if you do it, uh, let's Half. say uh, right. a, a teaspoon of each. Right. 
Right, even though it's proportional, yeah, the Rambam says it has to be the same amount. Yeah, Shemarit says, a person who makes this type of preparation, the same amount, he prepares the same amount, um, this type of this type of uh, compound, provided he made it for the purpose of using it, if he made it for the purpose of practicing it just to learn, or he made it in order to give other people to use and not to use the Shem and Amishra, they should anoint themselves. So Pater is Pater. Not Torah. So in other words, the only if it's this amount, and he made it with the intention of anointing. Anointing what? L'chera anointing himself. Or anointing others even. Maybe even anointing Caleb. But he made it for the purpose of using it as for Mashiach. Then he's Chayev Karas, or he's Chayev Achatas. Hey, Hasach Mashiach Mishra. So now, if Ruvain makes this forbidden type of oil, he's Chayev Karas, correct? Shimon takes it and he starts using it. Shimon's not Chayev anything. The oil is not holy oil. But the Shemin that, that, that Moshe Rabbeinu made, that a person is Chayev Karas if they use it incorrectly. Hasach Hashemin HaMishra Kizayah. Someone who takes the Shemin HaMishra that Moshe Rabbeinu made, or in other words, that, that's, that, that's the, the Shemin HaMishra, We'll see that it'll only happen one time. That's what we keep referring to as the one that Moshe Rabbeinu made. But maybe if he does it on purpose, Chayav Kar is Chayav Kar. So Moshe unintentionally made the Chatzkuvu is Chayav Kar and Chatzas. Shemar says, "Vashitim Menu Al Zor." A person puts it on a foreigner, meaning someone who's not entitled to it. Nichz Me Amav is Chayav Karis. Ein Chayav Ne Elal Tzichas Shemin Hamishcha. She also Moshe. A person only Chayav if he does it with the Shemin Hamishcha that Moshe made, as we just described. Shemar says, "Menu from it Mizash and Emraboy," meaning from the oil. The Pasuk says, Shemin Mishchas Kodesh, Yiyaz Elilaylam, this should be a holy oil for me forever. So that is the oil we're talking about. It never happened that, Moshe Rabbeinu, that anyone else ever made the Shemin Mishchas besides what Moshe Rabbeinu made. So why is it, you know, what's the mitzvah over here? The mitzvah of Pashtas is, is for Moshe Rabbeinu to make it and for Yidin for all time to have it. Now, in theory, if it ever gets used up, what what's what Dam doesn't talk about that, but it's mashu. There's a mitzvah to make it again in Inyan, but the fact is it never existed. Shem na mishcha other than what Moshe Rabbeinu made, and we'll see later on that before it was used up. I mean, they they, they used it, they used it. Um, to, we have twelve lug over here, right? Let's say of oil. So that's 12, 12 lug. They used it to anoint the kalim and the mishkan the very first time, and from then on to anoint only the malchay based David. If there's a malchayka, so we'll see. So basically, it's not you don't you don't have to use a lot of it. So you could last little vod in theory. Akapanim before it was used up, they hid it away on purpose. We'll see that too soon. Vav. A person who you said the chayv karis for using the shalom mishkan for anointing, whether he anoints himself, Reuven anoints himself, or he anoints Shimon. Shemar says Ashitim min al zara, a person who puts from it on a a, a, a foreigner. In this case, a zara is not lavdafka non koyin. Even a koyin can't use it, right? It's only for certain people. Hasach kalim bubehema with the kachavim, person who anoints kalim. Or animals, or a guy, which is like an animal in, 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 in this halacha context over here, a guy and animal, the same in the sense that they're both not shaykh, the shanamishcha, a shesach mason, or he, he anoints a dead body, potteries potter, shemet says, al basar adnlisach, on the flesh of a person, you can't anoint. Dafka a person, dafka someone's alive. Okay, and dafka yid. And the term adam applies to yid, right? Atam krim adam. Adam lash adam al elyin, that applies dafka to a yid. Zayin. And who exactly gets anointed with the oil? What do you do with it? You only anoint for all generations, like a Hanan Gedalim, a Kayan Gadol, when he gets inaugurated into office, he's anointed with the Shemana Mishcha. Or Mashiach Muhammad, also the special Kayan whose job is to stand up and write encourage the people before they go to war, like we say in Pasha Kisetse, Umalcha based David, Bolvad, and a Melech from based David. 
Afilu Koyin ben Koyin Meishchnesai. Interestingly enough, a Koyin Gadol, even though his son is going to take over if he passes away, and the halacha is that the Koyin Gadol's son has first rights to the office of Koyin Gadol, the Tzadik Rusha. Still, even though it's Yerusha, he gets anointed as part of the process of of uh, of becoming a Koyin Gadol. Unlike a Melech Hazusi, it says, The Koyin is anointed from his sons, so we see that the Koyin Gadol's son is also anointed. Ches, Babayi Sheni, the second verse of Migdash. We did no longer had this special oil. So how did you put the Kohen Gadol into office, so to speak? Right? How was he? How was he inaugurated? By wearing the special Kohen of the Kohen Gadol, Shmuel Begadim, that he would wear. That was the process of making the Kohen Gadol to a Kohen Gadol, and he has a special dinim of a Kohen Gadol. And that moment forward, he no longer is allowed to marry a Almana. He has all the halachas applied to a Kohen Gadol, etc. How do you anoint the Kayin? The Kayin God. You pour a drop of oil on his head. And then once it's on his head, then you use the, your fingers to make a shape of a, of a, of a Greek letter, Ki. And now every Ram has a different shape over here. Some have an X, some have a Chaf, some have a. Right? Yeah, by using the verse Chaf. Where are we over here? Look at Tess. Yeah, good job. Backwards, chaf. This, it, 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 it's not clear if the Rambam over here is meaning the, means the Greek chi or the Roman chi, whatever shape it was. Remember, it says, by he poured from the anointing oil on Aaron's head. He anointed him to be makadashim. That doesn't tell you what shape it was. That's the Messiah. But this is the process of anointing the Kohen God, right? This is a pasuk that it says in in Pashtavik or Pashtav, where Moshe Benu anointed Aaron. Okay, or maybe it's Shemini. Actually, I'm sorry. Okay. Good question. I don't know. Could be that was just for the for the first time. I don't remember. I, yeah, that's what and, says. And, in the, and also, wasn't the same oil used to be to be meshach the mizbeach? Yeah, exactly. We'll see that soon. Now that's the claim. Umalcha based David meshach David. The shape is different. You don't do a key or a chi. It's like a crown. I'm exactly. I'm not sure what the shape is. It's some kind of crown looking like. Uh, 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 um, uh, shmearing of the oil and you shouldn't anoint him on anywhere else on their body even the Melech or Ken Gadol and nor should you put more than necessary because you're only using it for the purpose of Meshicha right? it's not, it's not used as shampoo a person who anoints a Ken Gadol Melech has already been anointed so now he doesn't, it's, you're using it unnecessarily Potter, he is potter. I look clear, it's unnecessary. She never says, Vaishitim and Alzar, you put on someone who's a czar, a foreigner. The Ain, the Elu, Zarm, Etzle, they're not foreigners to it. So even though this Meshich is not negated to them, or not necessary, excuse me, to them, but since Be'etim, they're Shaykh to it, yesterday it was done. So for the rest of his life, the Melech anoints himself, or someone anoints the Melech, he's potter. However, that's the point on his head to anoint him. If they use the shmir anywhere else on their body, which is soch, not just mashich, but soch, so that a person's chayiv, whether it's the melech can handle themselves or someone doesn't do them. Shemar says, don't shmir on anyone's flesh. Call other mash, that includes anybody. I'm not sure why it's saying Melech, but the Chayyim will apply to Melech, but the Kohen Gadol, certainly, who takes from the Shem and Amishra, which is on his head, and it was put there for the right reasons. And then he takes it, he starts using it to anoint him, to, to smear himself on his stomach. Chayyim Kharis, he's Chayyim Kharis. Who is she? Yosuf, the provide that he smears a Kazayah's size of oil on his body. Yalaf. Now, that's in terms of the, the Kohen Gadol. More about the Melech now. Ein Meishna Samelech, Ela Gavi Mayan. 
when you anoint a melech, he has to be done by a spring of water, by a mayon. This is one of the reasons why we go to Tashlech Rosh Hashanah, because we crown the Abishur as king, it should be done by a body of water. You don't anoint a melech by melech. We say you do anoint. A melech by melech, you don't anoint. Because malchus is a, by default, an armak Yerushalayim. The Kayin Gadol's son has first rights to it. If you take away his rights and make someone else in place, so you did the wrong thing, but the guy, now he's the Kayin Gadol, so maybe we're doing the wrong thing, we're not treating the son correctly, but the din is the Kayin Gadol is whoever is the Kayin Gadol. The Melech ben Melech, he is the Melech, he, he, has, he has the rights to Melech, so therefore there's no need to make him apparently. Shemrit says, who of one of the Kayin Gadol, he is kids among the Yidim. This is a Medach and Melech based off However, if there was a Machlaikas as to who the king should be for whatever reason, right? The political Machlaikas, Moshe said that we do anoint him, not beside the dinim of like of making him like a, a, a Melech, but rather only to remove the Machlaikas, to clarify he's the king. And the Ramah says elsewhere, somewhere over here, oh, and even that was, so, so one second, so you anoint this king. But for the purposes of clarifying to, 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 to squash political rebellion, yeah? Like of his brother Daniel, this is all the, those of us who learn Tanakh, not me, but other people probably know, know all these stories over here, right? Actually, Yoyosh Atalya was, that word over there was, she was, she was the queen. When the king died, she wanted to rule, so she killed out all her kids and grandkids. Epis one survived or something, and and and, and Elisha or whoever it was, no, someone else, another Navi, anointed him to show that he's the king and she's not the queen. Okay, and again, Okay, Elisha anointed Yehu, right? Over there, there was no need to anoint him. There was no It was only for balls and oil. Why did he anoint him then? I don't know. He's looking over there in Melachim, in, uh, in Melachim Beis, Perek Tess. The Chum have a tradition that Elisha anointed him, not with Shemana Mishra, because there was no need to anoint him. Yud Beis. So that's as far as people goes. Now, what about the Kalim of the Mishra? Right? We're learning Hilchas Kleh Amikdash, right? So this is the Shemana Mishra. That's one of the Kalim. But also, Kol Kleh Amikdash, also Shemesh of Midbar. All the Kalim of the Mikdash Shemesh made in the Midbar, right? The Menorah, the Mishbeach. All these things. What sanctified them to now make them status that they now have the kedusha of the Mishkan by anointing them with this special oil? Shemrat says, "This is the Christer of Chanukah, right?" anointed the kalim and he's for them. This, however, is not an internal concept. This is just for that generation. Rather, for the rest of history after that generation, any keli of the Mishkan of Mikdash. Once they're used, the Mishnah for their need, their purpose, right? Use the Menera the first time. Niskaj, that, that makes them hectish. Shnemrat says, that they're used for the heck, for the holy, holy. What makes a Kedah sanctified for its purpose is the first time use. So there's no need to anoint it. The first time Mishnah had to anoint it, like it says in the Mitzvah, and Mitzvah, because they had to bring the, the, the extra Kayach Adam Shacha to be Mamshach the Adam Shacha of the world, because it was the first time ever in history. And on any any successive kalim, right? If, if that was uh, made after that, they were able to be used just uh, by um, 
by, by used the first time. That was Mekadosh Tim. Yud Gimel. Hakapish, Hakoris, all the bowls and the spoons, Shemakal Menha Menachis, that the Menachis are used, are, are received in, like different carbonates, that the, 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 the meal offerings that are put in different Kalim, Chemizrkois, Shemakal Menha Dom, and the, the Kalim that are used to throw the blood on the Mizbeach, Shear Kleshars, and all the other Kalim that are used in the Mesa Migdash, Kulin Shekasa for Shazov, they're all made of silver and gold. You could make them from other metals as well, as we said. But the fact is, they always try to make them from silver and gold. And they're all, again, the same thing. What makes the, this bowl fit to receive dam in it to be considered a keli that you receive the blood incorrectly? By using it the first time, that inaugurates it. The Indish brew, if it breaks, they melt it down, make a new keli out of it. You don't. Uh, Take it to the take it to the to the blacksmith and fix it, right? You don't weld it. Because of the keli never departs from it, even though it broke. A holy keli that became cracked or had a hole, even it didn't break completely. The first the previous halacha was broken two pieces. Here it has a hole or cracked. Still, you don't mend it. You don't weld it. You melt it down. Make a new one. Test vav. Sakin shenishmat menatzinitzav shenivgam. We have a knife that b'stam talking about shchita knife, right? That became dislodged from the from the handle, or got a got a blemish. You don't um, uh, put it back in the handle if it falls in the handle. The ein mashchis noisy. You don't sharpen the knives in the mitzvah mikdash. There were no knife sharpeners in the mitzvah mikdash, right? All the all the shachim there to be a shaykh in the mitzvah mikdash. You didn't have to have to shtalach chalaf. Wasn't necessary. They had the chalaf and they were sharp to go. And if it ever became pogrom, you didn't you didn't fix it. The halacha was if it became unfit to use, you put it in geniza and shemis, so to speak. You put it in a special place of keeping next to the hechel and on a place but that was between the the uh, when you walk into the base of English building, you have the ulam, which is before the kodesh. To your left, on the south side, was a special place. That's where they dumped all these these knives. All these things we talked about so far about having daft and silver and gold, and not to not to have patchwork. You don't have poverty in a place of wealth. And therefore, the base of Migdash didn't they didn't uh, have any second rate quality things. Test Zion. That's considered brand new. Yeah, that's brand new. That's everything you make have from from metal that's melted down, right? So it has a brand new uh, status. There were two measures of of solid dry in the base of Migdash. Isodin, a tenth of an eifa, also known as an eimer, by the way, and a half of a tenth of an eifa. So what was the purpose of this of this measure of Yisodron? To the Menachis, different kinds of Menachis were one tenth, two tenth, three tenth, right? We said this in Musaf on Yonantif. So they had to measure it with this measure. The Chatz is on the half of Yisodron. The Chalak by Minchas King Gadol B'Shmuel Chayim. Every day the King Gadol had to bring a special carbon Mincha, and it was in Yisodron. But he brought half in the morning, half in the evening. And the dinners he had to measure it and cut, uh, measure it as a Yisodron, and then measure that Kufa in half. And that's why there was a half Yisodron. So that's in terms of dry measurements. Like to measure flour, yeah? There were also seven measurements for liquid measurements. Hin, which we said is 12 lug. Chatsi, half a hin, which is 6 lug. Shishta hin, a third of a hin, which is 4 lug. Revius, a quarter of a hin, which is 3 lug. The lug, and 1 lug. The chatsi, a half a lug. Revius, and revius, a quarter of a lug. 
Lama, that, of course, the Vias we're all familiar with, right? We know that's uh, the minimum share for Kiddush, it's about three and a half ounces or so. So from there you can extrapolate how big all the other Shurim are. Yeah. Why they have a half a hin, a third of a hin, a quarter of a hin, the hin itself, the Ramah is going to tell us later why, what it was for. What was the breakdown of a half and a quarter and a third? Because we know this from Musaf, right? Myontif, to measure the proper Nisachim of the oil and the wine for the Kabanis. Right, because if it was a if it was a cow, you had to give a half a hin of oil and wine, and if it was uh, a keves, it was uh, yeah a, 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 a third of a hin, and if it was a, sh- a smaller animal, it was it was a, it was a quarter of a hin. Good, the loig that that's in terms of the chazi and the third and the quarter. The loig lug itself, the midas shemanaminaches, the oil for the menaches, right? That that had to be measured by a lug. Um, Yeah, because that was the amount he poured over, over the different over the different. He brought a, not not a, not a, not, a, not a carbon inside the inside the animal carbon. A carbon for itself. He bought a meal offering. A person was let's say poor or whatever. He bought a carbon a minchas machas minchas machas. Let's say so those type of carbonists that were meal offerings. You had to have a measurement of a lug to know the amount the proper amount of each one. The chad silug a half a lug. That was the proper measure for the nadirs of the nadir. Each one was half a lug. So that's why they had that measurement there. To divide the oil for the carbon, carbon, right? So, so each one of the um, the, the the little cakes that King God had is carbon chavitin. There was a quarter of a lug poured on for each one. Now that's as far as all these measurements go. Now what about the hin itself? The biggest measurement, the The There's nothing that you use that you measure a hin with in the base of English. It's not used for anything. Why was it there? Since he was in the Mishkan from Meshavino's times, he used that to measure the original amount of Shemana Mishkan because the original amount of Shemana Mishkan was a total of how much oil? A hin. And there was, there was that hin of oil he poured on top of that whole water mixture in order to boil it up and cook it. So therefore they kept it forever. I'm sure Peruchin says you have Meshav Benu's hin in the Mishkan and that gave the correct to all the other measurements, something like that. Okay. The half a lug, what was that for? That was the amount of water they measured out for the waters of Saita women would drink if you had to drink a Saita. And the Shem the oil for the carbon Taita. The carbon Taita is yes, a custom that you put in half of the amount of a regular a carbon Mincha. A regular carbon Mincha, we said in Hochid Zion, it's a lug. A carbon Taita, it's half of that. In the Revius measurement, what did they do with the Mishnah Mikdash? It wasn't for Kiddush, it was the oil they would put on the bread that a Nazir would have to bake as part of his carbon, and also the water that the Mitzayda had to, that they had to use to shech the birds into the water, and they would sprinkle that on the Mitzayda. That was the Revius of water. That's what had the Revius. Uh, this is a revisa look. Revisa hin is three look. A hin is twelve look. Twelve soda cans. Yeah, the revisa hin is not a revius. Revius how look is a revius. I realized that, but revisa he says, what is what is it? Where is the measurement of Revi's? In the Halachid Zion, we said, to measure the Nesachim of the Karbanis. Yeah. Every time it says in the Revi's it's talking about a carbon, the small, the smallest. Uh, what does it say here? Revi's, it says Revi's, this Halachim means Revi's, look. Three and a half ounces, yeah. Again, doing these things is not what. Uh, um, 
um, taking to putting the blood in this, so using the using the using this keli for. Uh, it wasn't to to make these kalim holy. The, the kalim became holy just by mere use of it. Right, right. So el pleam loche shall mitish shamarnu. In other words, it was to sanctify the kalim, but, but yeah. Using them as measurements is not what was Mekadosh them. It was the avoid that the Mishnah was done with them that was Mekadosh them. Vice um, is that, that these Kalim that they had, the measurements, had multiple uses. They would also use them, for example, as Mishnah to receive the Dam for Kabbanis. So that was Mekadosh them. Just using it to measure out the right amount of oil. If I take a half a hin and I measure oil in it, I take that and pour it in the Menorah. Vice is that doesn't, that's not Mekadosh it. Because I use it to measure the oil in Menorah. So that doesn't have a status of a klisharis per se. What makes it a status of a klisharis when you do not avoid with them is a migdash. Stop measuring it out. It's not what, me- it's not, it's not what makes, makes it kiddush apparently. And it's to get to know if, if when it goes in there, can I still be paid if it comes tamay or is it too late? Okay. That's, that's apparently comes out. Right? So you have a half a hint of oil, for example. A half a hint measurement, right? I take the half a hint, brand new, I measure out a half a hint of oil, and I pour it in the Menorah. It's not a klisharis. That's not, that's not an avoider. It's a convenience. If you use it as a service... It's a convenience as a measurement. Right. But if, you, if, you, if, if, if in order to make Kaddish, you have to do an avoider with it. Like, for example, using it to receive the blood of a, of a carbon and then sprinkle that in the, on the... On, as on, 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 yeah. Do, yeah. Just using it for, to, for measuring purposes. Right. Yeah. That's what it seems. Yeah. So, or, or, or better yet, let's say a better example, right? If you measure a, 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 you know, um, this, uh, a quarter hint of oil for the... That's not a good example. Um, let's see, yeah, if you put the oil in to measure the right amount, that's not Mikhadashit. Mm-hmm. But you put the flour, you mix it together, you do the Kmitzah, right? That, that's Mikhadashit. Okay, you test. All these measurements are considered Kleshadis. I have to use them for Avaida, right? Uh, excuse me. Again, all these different measurements, measurements that are kodesh, and all the different, all the different kalim bechalim They had all kinds of bowls that were used for the purposes of receiving the dam or whatever it was, or a knife for shechita, for example, a knife shechita carbon. They're all kodesh, and they're all considered klisharis. Good. So again, all kalim b'se'elu kama kodesh miklisharis. These different measurements are considered kodesh, and they had the status of a klisharis. The liquid measurements, those ones when Meishu was mekadesh them, when he's meishich them, they were he did so the inside and the outside. Therefore, for all generations, well, okay. So therefore, a dry measurement keli, they only were nimshich, only were anointed in the inside. Therefore, who cares? If you have a liquid measurement that it's, it's you fill to the top and it flows over. The outside is Kaidish, because you said that the, the liquid measurement Kalim, they were anointed inside and outside. So for all generations, when you use it automatically, the inside and the outside become Kaidish, and therefore the, the, that which overflows to the outside has the status of Kaidish. However, if the overflow of, of the dry measurements is not considered Kaidish, because the outside is not considered Kaidish, and therefore. Um, Whatever falls over. Whatever falls over. Like, like the dry is not considered hectic. You're allowed to use it for non-hectic purposes. Again, we're talking about a case of where it, where it didn't touch the inside of the keli. It was like falling over, like a large, you know, large amount of flour, and it it fell over to the top to the side. It never actually touched touched the inside. It was it was overflowing. It was full already. You put more flour on because you, you couldn't, you know, the, the bag the, the bag of flour was too heavy. Whatever it is, so the flour, you know, the the keli was full. 
you put more flour on, and because it was very full, they couldn't go inside, so it never got inside the inside the airspace of the keli. It just automatically fl- flowed to the side, so it's not considered hectish. The liquid, however, once it's full, even though let's say, I mean, I guess it's hard to know which part is inside outside. But that's not what he says. He says the vortices is that even though. The word is that that even though never, it was never considered inside because it was overflowing, so it went from you know once it's full, it's full. Whenever you put it in now, it's considered like it goes right to the outside. But since it touched the outside, the outside is hectish. Those drippings of wine that's considered hectic. You can't just like lick it up and drink it. You know, it's it's hectic. And where's the other? It is. It's chayil. You can you can take it oh, in. Why? And, it's touching the edges. No, because so the chayil measurements the outside is not hectic. Only the inside. The yavish, the the, 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 the the liquid measurements, the inside and outside is considered hectic. The dry ones, only the inside, not the outside. So when you put the flour, yeah, and they, they have the status of a kadeshares. So for example, if you, if you put flour into this measurement thing, now the din is, is that it's not just kedushas dam, it's kedushas aguf, and therefore it becomes tamei. You can't just redeem it and switch it. You have to, you have to, you have to, uh, be, um, you know, get rid of it. By the end of so, so when when this you make this measurement of uh, whatever measurement alug, let's say yeah, and they have a alug now it's here by dedicated base migdash doesn't have a status of kedush yet. You measure flour into it, it's not kedush. You have to do an avoid of some kind, a kmitza. You have to use it to receive down this migdash. Some kind of some kind of avoid that only. He, he's, he's basing himself on your test on what he said in the beginning of your test. That's after the, after yeah. Yeah. The after that was, there was some kind of avayda so it was why, used, why is used for an avayda. Why yeah. are you coming to, 